Today's GeoQuiz takes us to Cyprus. Cyprus is the third largest island in the Mediterranean after Italy, Sicily, and Sardinia. Unlike those two, though, Cyprus is split in two, politically anyhow. Happened 38 years ago, strife between the island's Greek and Turkish communities, a Greek-supported coup, and a Turkish invasion all led to the partition. To this day, the larger Greek sector is in the south, while the Turkish sector occupies the northern third of the island. The country's capital is also divided, and that is the city we want you to name today. After the fall of the Berlin Wall, this city became the only remaining divided capital in the world. Think fast. The answer's just around the corner. Hope you did think fast, because time's up now. The name of Cyprus's divided capital is Nicosia. Greek Cypriots and Turkish Cypriots have grown used to their island's artificial split, but other forms of life aren't aware of it. Sea turtles, for example, nest on both sides of the island, and they're threatened by human activity on both sides as well. Ari Daniel Shapiro reports now on what the political divide in Cyprus means for efforts to protect the turtles. It's hot here in June on the west coast of Cyprus. The sun scorches from above and the sand burns from below. Marula Haji Christoforou has been walking along Paulus Limni Beach for an hour. She probes the sand with a long stick. Ah! I found the X. This ah is the X. <laughs> She's found another one, a loggerhead turtle nest, a hollow in the sand filled with eggs. Haji Christoforou places a cage above the nest. This uh, cage keeps the animals, the foxes, away. But the babies, when they come up, they are free to go straight away to the sea. And you see, we didn't disturb nothing. Haji Christoforou's had a long time to perfect this technique. We started this project in 74, after the Turkish invasion. That's the year Cyprus split. The Turkish Cypriots, living in the south, evacuated to the north, and the Greek Cypriots, living in the north, including Haji Christoforou, were ordered south. She ended up helping out with a beach survey. One day, on a beach not far from here, someone spotted a hole in the sand. Suddenly, baby turtles started coming out. I was so excited. So I don't imagine how long I was screaming because I couldn't believe my eyes. That was the beginning. Since then, Haji Christoforou and her husband have been fighting to protect the nesting beaches of loggerhead and green turtles, the two species native to Cyprus, first for the Greek Cypriot government and these days as volunteers. It's often been a lonely cause. Many nesting sites in the south have been damaged by development, and many others remain threatened. But the couple has managed to protect some important beaches, and those efforts seem to be paying off. They say there are at least two times more loggerhead nests on those beaches now than just five years ago. But their efforts here in the south cover only roughly half of Cyprus's coast, and the couple says they don't know much at all about the status of sea turtles in the north. It's difficult because of the political situation to cooperate directly. That's Andreas Dimitropoulos, Marula Haji Christoforou's husband. He's the former director of Cyprus's Department of Fisheries and Marine Research, and he says scientists on the divided island rarely work together. It falls back to a, a question of recognition. How do you cooperate with a non-existent country? 
Like most of the world, the Greek sector of Cyprus doesn't recognize the legitimacy of the Turkish sector, and that may be a problem for Cyprus's sea turtles. The research is scanned, but turtles from all around Cyprus may mingle and even interbreed. And it's estimated the island as a whole hosts the nesting sites of nearly 10% of all the Mediterranean's loggerhead and green turtles. So each side of Cyprus is an important part of the bigger picture. That's why Wayne Fuller sees the lack of cooperation as a missed opportunity. It would be good if everyone could work together on the same issues, pooling the data, because that would give it much stronger validity if you can all work in the same direction. You know, Fuller runs a turtle conservation and research program at the European University of Lefka in North Cyprus in the Turkish sector. He says the North's political isolation makes it hard to get the research funding he needs. And it's not just Fuller who's looking for support. Munur Hashimolu has docked his small boat at a quiet pier in the northern port of Lapta. He's the head of the fishermen's union in northern Cyprus, and he says crews here are encountering more and more turtles. Hashimolu says the turtles are getting into nets and damaging them. Fishermen try to save the animals or put them back in the water, but it's difficult. The growing number of reported encounters suggests that at least some of the conservation efforts in the north are working. Still, Hashimolu says about 800 turtles a year die from encounters with fishing boats. He adds that those encounters cost the fishermen a lot of money. He says the EU could help by paying the fishermen not to fish during turtle breeding season, but that's not likely to happen because the Turkish sector doesn't belong to the EU. Which brings us back to the political standoff. Definitely, it's not a catastrophe, but it's not the best situation for the sea turtles. Lily Venizelos runs the Mediterranean turtle conservation group Metaset. A recent independent report suggests that overall populations of both Cypriot turtle species are falling. Venizelos says a resolution to the political divide would help, but what's urgently needed is for turtle scientists to rise above the political fray. The only hope is for researchers to collaborate, because unless you know globally what's happening in a country, how can you protect a species in the sea or on its shore? It's a sentiment that resonates with Mirula Hajikristoforou. The sun's setting over the Mediterranean now a purple sky and sea gradually fading to black. This small island cannot survive divided. It's so small to divide people. They have to find a solution to live together. Haji Christoforou is hopeful for a future that's less rooted in division and more tied to working together. She says the environment has no boundaries, something the turtles have known for a long time. For The World, I'm Ari Daniel Shapiro, Cyprus. Ari's story is part of the series One Species at a Time, produced by Atlantic Public Media with support from the Encyclopedia of Life. You can see how volunteers place cages over turtle nest sites to protect those eggs. The video is at theworld.org.